How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can you stand the rain? I love it out there, man. We welcome you in here to the Wednesday, January 24th edition. Happy yeah. birthday to our girl, Nikki D. Hey, Nikki D. She down the hall doing her work for the rock station, but shout out to the homie, Nikki D. Happy birthday to you. Welcome into the January 24th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damien Barling. The mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Carraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. So happy that you're here with us. Shout out to James and Jesse getting through the week without our man Kyle Matson. Got a text from Kyle Matson. He's enjoying himself on the islands. Nice. Uh, he'll be back with us next week. He'll be back in time, though, to cover the uh, NFC Championship game live uh, from uh, Santa Clara. So that'll be good. Make sure you're following across the starting to Starting to get more and more charged up. Yeah, I, n- I noticed more that already. More charged I noticed up. that already. Come We're on. actually Come Kenny. On. Kenny's a little too charged up. We're dismissing him an hour early, uh, <laughs> so he can relax a little bit. And come on, baby. He'll come back for the KSFM show, but we're gonna have to let our boy go a little bit early because he's 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 wound a little tight uh, right so. now. Hey, let's start with an L since there's like no you know heavy new guy to get to. We'll talk about how funny the association was last night. Just a. <laughs> Just a, a a wild day in the NBA turned into a wild night uh, that we'll talk about. But, yo, E-Me, I didn't even realize Draymond Green wasn't in the USA pool. I didn't see that till today either. Yeah, I didn't see I it did. till today either. I and thought I saw his hey, name on the list. Salute to you because Grant Hill told ESPN, yeah, that's our – hey, we love him and we're appreciative of everything he's done, but given – you know, recent events, mm. we, we think it's best if, if we go in a different direction, you know, for, for Paris, yeah. and which is exactly what you said. Do you ask me yesterday, do I think anything changed or anything changed because of what happened? I was like, I don't I don't think so. Mm. Didn't even notice Draymond's name wasn't on the list. I feel like I thought I, I feel like I saw him on the list. Yeah, I, I didn't. I just, I just assumed. I just assumed. Yeah, I just assumed it was there mm. uh, and it's not. So uh, my USA team is a bit in shambles right now, though. <laughs> 
there was a name that wasn't on the list, on my list, on my list of 12, that was in the list of 41, that I think when I had talked to somebody and created this list, this person was more of a question mark. They're not a question mark anymore. And it's an easy, it's an easy nod. It probably would have been an easy nod and my list just would have been wrong. Kawhi Leonard. Mm, he's on the list. Ka- Kawhi Leonard's in the pool. He's in the pool. I'm putting Kawhi Leonard on my USA team. Nah, 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 yeah. Kawhi yeah, Leonard, uh, with Draymond Green out, I got Kawhi Leonard on. I know you're still resistant to my Drew Holiday selection, but I'm keeping Drew Holiday. Well, there. I mean, look. Somebody didn't told you something, so I, I'm, I'm respecting that. The one, the the one, and and I think you, I I, I think the interesting one is Mikel, and I, I I'll be I'd be I'd be curious about De'Aaron. I just the my the thing is I the only person I could see him knocking out is Book, and that some people would find that crazy. I don't, but some people would. Yeah, the the only thing that I go back to, and I'm not saying it like, like De'Aaron is um, LeBron or or anything, that, or or has you know pull like that necessarily. But if the process that you laid out, if the process is, hey, are you interested in being on this team and going to Paris? And I feel like Fox would ask the question. Is there is this real? Because mm. if it's not real, don't even bother. Mm. But if it's real, like if you really are considering me, not guaranteeing me anything, but like for real, looking at me like an opportunity to go to Paris, then yes, I'm interested. And I and I think they are. I I was just giving my like opinion. Like I don't know what the team is, but I think that when you lose, everything's wide open. Mm. And if they feel like book doesn't fit, or they felt like like the guy, I think I think Tyrese is. I'd put I'd put Tyrese in ink, mm-hmm. and I'd put Steph in ink. If Steph wants to, mm-hmm. I'd put Steph in ink. Everything outside of that, like LeBron, that's another one that you you write that in and you can put that in in a sharpie. Mm-hmm. Whiteout doesn't even work for that. Like if LeBron <laughs> wants to do it, he gets to do it. Yeah. Everything else, I think, is when when you lose, everything else is is up for grabs. In my opinion, yeah, everything else is up yeah. for grabs when you lose. Um, we talked about so. My bad. I'm throwing Kawhi Leonard on my team now that I know that Draymond Green is not off. I would agree with that. Uh, and salute to Grant Hill for just being real with, with what the process was. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to CNN Sports too. It's been a long, long time since CNN Sports broke news, <laughs> but they did last night. And the best part about it was no one believed them. Everybody thought that it was wrong. And nothing from Shams, nothing from you started getting, I think Chris Haynes tweeted later in the night, which is hilarious given that Bleacher Report and the NBA on TNT are the same thing. Chris Haynes had to tweet, yeah, no, the 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 Bucks are are definitely in conversations with with Doc Rivers, but a deal has not been agreed to, contrary to earlier reports. From our own network. <laughs> But this morning, obviously, everyone confirmed what was told to Kenny four weeks ago that Jeez. Doc Rivers. I can't tell you how funny that is, like, in hindsight. <laughs> Kenny really did tell me three weeks ago, hey, I think the Bucks are going to fire. Someone told me the Bucks are going to fire Adrian Griffin. <laughs> Word? 
Yeah, af- at, like after the season? Well, nah. So, so, so well, no, wait, this is how it happened. The, the person hit me up like, Doc is about to coach the Bucks. Mm. I said, what? They have a coach. Like, now or next year? What? He's like, I don't know. But Doc is about to coach the Bucks. And if I I'm I'm not even gonna say no more about who it is or not, but if if you knew who told me that, it would be even more hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who told Kenny that. I thought it was wild when he told me. Because I know the first thing I asked was like, this offseason? No, I was like, no, I know what I said. They gonna fire Adrian Griffin after one year? Nah. No. I was like, yo, are they gonna give him the Nathaniel Hackett treatment? Like Adrian Griffin is Nathaniel Hackett? Yes, in fact, <laughs> he is. Well, and it is official. Doc Rivers is the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, and as as I was telling the insiders earlier, it's it's clear. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no there's no runway, there's no grace period, there's no oh he only coached half the year. You got a thirty and thirteen team. It's not that different than Ty Lue. Yeah. It's it's virtually identical to Ty Lue. You need to get to the NBA championship. You need to get to the finals at minimum. This is an NBA championship team. You need to win the NBA finals. Simple as that. I mean, something you haven't done since two thousand eight. And I and I feel like um, I feel like that's that's the case for him, regardless. You know what I mean? So go go to a spot like Milwaukee where you got an abundance of talent when you have uh, two guys that have the ability to take over any series that you play and give you an opportunity to kind of ironically get this monkey off your back because he does have an NBA championship, mm-hmm. but he's looked at as a guy that can't get the job done. Yeah, he's he has an NBA championship, but he also has teams. Like, and I guess I guess that's 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 where I'm I'm a little more lenient to Doc. I mean, those three one leads, those are tough to mm. those are those are those are tough to rationalize. Yeah. But how many times do you feel Doc Rivers had the best team in the league? How many times do you feel Doc Rivers had the best team in the conference? Mm. Like my feeling with the Clippers was always their ascension was at the wrong time. They ascended yeah. at the same exact time the Golden State Warriors did. And the Warriors were just that much better. I don't think it was, and I have tremendous respect for for Steve Kerr, but I don't think it was like, oh my God, Steve Kerr's so much better than Doc Rivers. That's why the Warriors beat the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Warriors were a little bit better. And that's why they got to where they got. I don't feel like, again, the 3-1 leads, those are tough to rationalize. Uh, that's... But in the scheme of things, I don't – I guess I just look at – I don't think Doc is a failure. Mm. Like, who who was it last? The 76ers? 76ers. Was that the – the, the, the 76ers? 76ers was a, was a 3-1 lead and then oh, – And then a 3-2 going a 3-2. home. Mm-hmm. That was. That Were was they the tough. best team in the conference last year? It's for me. It's hard to make that argument because you, you were three two. You beat what people believe was the best team in the conference in Boston, at home twice on the road twice. Excuse me, and you had to come home and get one, and you couldn't. And then you got blasted by like twenty or thirty in Game Seven. Mm-hmm. That so I, I know I'm dancing around the question, but a little bit. Is he Mike McCarthy? No, no, 
No. Why not? He no. is Mike McCarthy. He's not Mike McCarthy. He won a ring, he, he gets no. in the playoffs, and he loses. With, no. He is. No, he's, he's not Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's not good. He's not Mike McCarthy. Doc Rivers is it. You tell me Doc Rivers isn't a good coach. I mean, I think he's as good as Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. That's not fair, though. Mike McCarthy has the most wins in the regular season in the last three years in the NFL. Yeah, that's fine. And that's after going to, to the uh, playoffs every single year with Green Bay and winning a Super Bowl. I think I think that's spot on. That's Because I, I know a lot of people I, I, like nah, to talk I about Mike McCarthy. He, he can't be – Goddamn, the guy who just got fired for the Chargers and be around for yeah, but he can also be, be around the guy for who put Ezekiel Elliott now. under center. He All right, that's fine. And Doc Rivers couldn't figure out Ben Simmons, like, well, the, the, like the guys Mike McCarthy for thirteen years just gets to the playoffs, wins eleven to thirteen games every year. He can't be terrible. He cannot be clutch. He can be somebody that gets scared in the big moment. That's true, but he ain't no bad coach. Mm. You want him to coach your team? No. But I also don't think they'd be awful if Mike McCarthy was the coach. We'll come back. Different spots. We'll come back. We'll talk more. Uh, Man, more more fallout to the Bucs firing Adrian Griffin, including exhibit A, B, C, and D. Why, if you're a player, you don't get involved in this. Mm. Because they pulled receipts last night, and this – is why you don't do it. Mm. We'll talk about it. Uh, plus, I mean, Miles Bridges' name is out there, uh, not with Sacramento right now, but with Phoenix. But we'll talk about there, that. And, there are some. There is some not trade rumors, but there was a trade story, maybe hypothetical. Okay. I don't know uh, about the Sacramento Kings. We can talk about that too. Steal the one, KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. No, you can't backtrack on a life well, of Odyssey. Well, so if 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 life at Odyssey, I was saying, you know, our life at Odyssey, um, uh, reality show. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the way it would work. I think it would be off it, be awesome. But if we decided to say, man, we can't do reality because maybe not everybody wants to be in front of the camera, so it'd have to. Or be- you'd eventually find out like what you think. Like they'd find out what you think about them. <laughs> There's that too. But, you go into them confessionals and start talking about the different people in the building you don't oh, like. That could be a little. Hey, that could be a little awkward at the holiday party. Them, them, them real world confessionals, boy. I tell you, man, that used to be fire, 
fire. You get Ruthie. Uh, hopefully Ruthie's okay. You get her in the confessional, she'd just be saying whatever. Imagine Casey going into the confessional. Yeah, I'm not mad at Dilo. It wasn't his fault, but I don't know why he's got an armchair and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking. Whatever well, be some wild confessionals. You catch me on the wrong day. <laughs> Casey would be watching this like, yo, what? We ain't never even talked about that. <laughs> It bees like that. <laughs> it be, it'd be some wild stuff, I'll tell you that. But um so if you had a uh if if you had if we had to script it out and if it was like the office, what if we come across the episode where boss throws out an MMA fighter? Everybody would huh? know it's us. So that's yeah. not a problem, but what but what if we talk about and I'm not saying anything. I'm just using it specifically. It, hell, it wouldn't even have to be real. What if one of the episodes were uh, two radio hosts literally fight, uh, fist fight in the kitchen area? Mm-hmm. But it's not real. Like, we didn't. that didn't really happen. But we were like, oh, snap. Everything well, they do is based on what happens at Odyssey. Who really fought? Most reality shows aren't real, though. So, like. But, but that's my point. We, if we had to do it like The Office. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not reality. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh-huh. scripted you. show. Yeah. But it's based on our stories. Mm-hmm. If one of the episodes was the boss throws out star MMA fighter, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I, I mm-hmm. remember when he told us about that. Mm-hmm. But if one of the episodes is um, country disc jockey fights with. Uh, we don't have a country station. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> fights with alternative disc jockey in the middle and they literally fight. They're like, oh, snap. I wonder who that was. That had to be, de- and it didn't really happen. Like people would allude to these things really happening because mm-hmm. we've already talked about it. So I, I, that's a roundabout way to saying we can't do it scripted. It has to be a reality show. Yeah, it'd be way funnier if we just did it for real. Yeah, because you bring up the like the just jockey fight, another just jockey. We don't forget the '98 Rockers thirteen twenty war like two years ago or whatever. <laughs> Man. And here we are, like Vince McMahon at the Gund Arena in Cleveland. Them hoes are off in Panama Beach waiting to get told what to do next. <laughs> I bought my competition. Oh, man. Shout out Nikki D and our man Abe. They over at 98 Rock. Big man. ups, Those man. It's love with 98 Rock. Yeah, I love it's Abe, love. man. Abe's a good dude. Yeah, good dude, man. Shot town in the house. Indeed. Uh, more fallout from, hey, how many times have I said, if you're a star player, stay out of it? They pulled receipts on Giannis yesterday. Mm. Oh, they had they had all they had Giannis. Gian, apparently, Giannis really didn't want Nick Nurse. Mm. That's that's so I, I, I was I was reading a variety of different things, and it was uh, uh, Giannis wanted Adrian Griffin over Nick Nurse, and then another write up said Giannis really didn't want Nick Nurse, mm. so he championed for Adrian Griffin because he felt like that's that's who it was really. Between mm-hmm. and the context doesn't matter anymore because the headline is Giannis wanted Adrian Griffin. What's the problem? Mm. And now here you are, forty-three. That move's not made. We all we we could talk about hirings. We all know that move's not made without Giannis's de facto approval. Right. So which is which leads me to say. Why not just get involved in it? Because well, I mean, but, if you're if you're good with this, yeah, like but, if you're good with this, but even even if you're not, they're going to assume you're involved anyway. Yeah, but if they want, so so what's this look like? 
well, assumption doesn't matter. Assumption doesn't matter because what's this look like? You championed Adrian Griffin over Nick Nurse. Mm -hmm. What if Nick Nurse beats your ass in the playoffs? Be it Doc Rivers, Adrian Griffin, or whoever. You can't sign Nick Nurse now because he's with Philadelphia 76ers. Mm -hmm. What if the Bucs wanted Nick Nurse? But it was eight, but it was it was it was Giannis who was like, ah, I don't want to do that. He he's he's too much like Budenholzer. I, I need we we need something fresh. This Adrian Griffin guy. We need we need which, something fresh. We need something newer. Which would to me to me that would make sense. Like I would look at that. I'd be like, well, that, I don't know how everybody else in the world would look at that, but I I would look that makes sense. If you are. Like, Giannis could be like, I don't want to fire. I'm not saying he did. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to fire Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we're firing him. We want to go get Nick Nurse. Like, no, don't get Nick Nurse. He's the same thing. If you're going to fire Budenholzer, go get somebody completely different. But that I, f- I feel like that's a mistake organizations make all of the time. It's like you go from, like the Cowboys went from Bill Parcells to Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. You can't find two more opposite human beings in terms of coaching style than those two. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's a, it's the, it's the player's coach versus the, uh, the Bill Parcells. Yeah. Like the, the hard nose coach. Right. And it's like, you've, you've got to find a happy medium. Maybe Nick nurse was a, maybe Nick nurse was closer to Mike Budenholzer, but different enough mm-hmm. To where it would have been effective. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. I don't think if if I was advising a player, I would tell them not to get involved. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I I completely understand that. I would also say they're going to blame you anyway, so you might as well get your two cents in. They're gonna blame. He could have. He could have had nothing to do with this, and. They're, they're going to be like, well, you know, whether it's true or not, well, you know, nobody's getting hired without, you know, making sure it's cool with Giannis. Well, yeah, like I don't I don't I don't doubt that, especially yeah. like in the middle of the season. I don't doubt that that conversation is, had, hey, Giannis, we think we need to we, we're not feeling the direction of this. We've heard Bobby Portis. We've heard these different murmurs coming out of the locker room. We're going to make a change that that is stated as in a in a in a in a 43 games into the season mm-hmm. Giannis we're going to make a change we're leaning towards Doc Rivers mm-hmm. like it's not we're going to figure this out later or we're going to have an interim coach for the next 43 games your plan is stated in full mm-hmm. and I do think Giannis has to sign off on that yeah. um, especially in season but when you're going through a coaching search excuse me I feel like it's different I feel like it's different when you're going full full fledged coaching shirts. Kobe always said I had nothing I don't have nothing to do with this. Now he may or may not have been telling the truth other than the time he was one Phil Jackson. Like we have a championship team, we need a championship coach. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's contradictory to what I'm saying, but like that's that's advocating for a coach. Mm-hmm. Like a specific coach, one guy, not picking from a not we're going to interview 10 guys. No, no, no. I want one. Mm-hmm. And it's him. Because I played for him, I know what it. I I know he knows what it takes to get this group where we're trying to go. Mm-hmm. That's not. Hey, we've got Adrian and Nick and Doc. We got all these guys and pick one. I think they're. I think that's different. I I understand. I understand. I just think that they're gonna. The way the media is, the way you know, 
the people who follow the league is it don't it don't matter. Like if you got Nick Nurse and they didn't win a championship, they're not gonna go any easier on Giannis. Like none of it matters unless you win. Yeah. None of it matters. They could they're thirty and thirteen. Everything could be great. And if they lose to Joe Mazzula in the second round, nobody's gonna be like, Well, you know, Giannis was right picking Nick Nurse. Like, no, they're gonna be like he didn't win a championship again. Not with with guys like Giannis, LeBron, and maybe just those two. Maybe Joel's in there too, but really just those two. If you don't win a championship, yeah, Joel's probably in there now. If you don't win a championship, it don't even matter. They're gonna blame you anyway. Well, yeah, but is it blame you like? But then, like, like is the GM label fair? It's not necessarily fair because we don't. We all just assume that's right. We don't know if he actually said any of these things with players. Or coach LeBron had to publicly say that he didn't sub himself out of a game. <laughs> Are you know how crazy this is? LeBron was like, Coach told me to foul and he was subbing me out. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. But when you're watching it, you see LeBron commit a foul and walk to the bench. <laughs> that's hilarious. That man had to publicly state that he didn't sub himself out of a game. Like, that's insane. That is funny. But I mean, I mean, it's funny. No, it, it is it's, funny. It's funny but, that, but it's insane. But that's my whole point. Like, it doesn't. It don't even matter. It don't, they're gonna. They're going to say something regardless. So, not saying that they should have say so or like going against what you're saying. But if he decides he wants to have say so, I understand that too. Because he's probably like, it don't matter. They're gonna blame me anyway. Let me at least get my two cents in. I guess. <laughs> even if I. <laughs> They, LeBron had nothing to do with subbing, subbing out the game. And they're like, oh, there he is again, overstepping. De, de, <laughs> defying his head coach, trying to get Darvin Ham fired. <laughs> and if he wouldn't have said nothing, nobody would have said anything different. They would have been like, oh, look at him. He just subs himself out. It's a crazy it's, world we live it's in. It's funny, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy time we live in with sports, man. Uh, Vic Fangio's out of uh, Miami. Mm. Jesse, wish this team could be normal for once. It's not. <laughs> it's not like shocking because he, the way he would talk, like at his press conference and stuff, like during the week, was yeah. almost like he wasn't happy with what the GM and stuff was giving him to work with because they did have depth issues and stuff like that. So it's not the crazy. Like it's not shocking that he's out of there. Mm. Uh, he's a great defensive coordinator, though. I mean, that's the best their defense has been in a while. He is uh, allegedly the top target of the Philadelphia Eagles now. Mm. In fact, the fact that Schefter threw that in his initial tweet probably means Vic Fangio was. It's it's interesting that you can announce a departure with one team and immediately know he's the top target <laughs> for another team. It's fascinating <laughs> how that works. Uh, but it looks like Vic Fangio will uh, be joining the Philadelphia Eagles here. He, uh, days. Uh, Nick Sirianni's doing everything he can to hold yeah, on to that it's job. It's everybody else's fault. <laughs> Nick won't have to worry about the defense now, I'll tell you that much. Banjo can still coach. Banjo's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their players aren't good. They don't have good players on defense. Now, they they got a whole offseason to go do whatever they got to do. But Banjo's a good, uh, good defensive uh, coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's not what he was with the 49ers, though. He's not what he was when he was with the 49ers. I, I thought he was fantastic as a D coordinator with the 49ers. He, he, Jesse, you would know a little better from this past year, but it felt like he was a little hit or miss this year. Sometimes he'd be locked in and have things locked up, and other times 
I blame Eli Apple more for that than I blame Vic Bangio. Like, 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 um, Miami was injured a lot, so he was working with backups and all that. So I think he did what he what he could. But the, one of the reasons I also said that about Vic is, yeah, this year he did the same thing I think in Chicago. The defense in Denver when he was the head coach was was not top shelf. So it's been hit or miss for me for him since he left San Francisco, and I thought he was a, a great defensive coordinator there. He, at the very least. He's a better defensive coordinator than what they had in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's an upgrade for sure. Is the Chargers job the only one left open? Because Tennessee hired the the guy from Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. New England made their hire. Falcons yet have haven't hired. Oh, the Falcons. That okay. The Falcons. So it was a total of five. So all I'm thinking about is my man Steve Wilkes. Steve Steve Wilkes maybe. The, the 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 49ers may have a defensive coordinator two years in a row. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. And then the third year. The third gone. year they're going. Okay. Mike Vrabel's still out there. Bill Belichick's still out there. Do the Panthers I, have a coach? I guess Harbaugh's lurking out there. The Panthers don't have a coach, I don't think. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't think they have a coach. You're right. The Panthers do not. The two and 15. Seahawks don't either. A lot of people thought it was Dan Quinn. That's a good call, Brian. Uh, Man, there's more jobs. I haven't even seen anything about the Seahawks interviewing people. Uh, yeah, I heard. I mean, a lot of people thought. I re- now I remember. I remember Dan Quinn. Yeah, they thought it was Dan Quinn's job. And then maybe he doesn't he interview well. In the well, maybe he doesn't play well <laughs> or coordinate well. Because oh. that's when things changed when they got yeah Dan up um, in the young- Love just hung thirty on that ass. So you're not going to come into this week, <laughs> right? That's that's what happened there. But I, I still have heard that he's. At least in the lead mm. in Seattle. Carolina, Atlanta, Seattle. What's the best job? Well, the Chargers is still open. So True. Well, t- take the Chargers out of it. Best job of those other uh, Tennessee was filled. So we're all we're, these are all NFC teams now? Yeah. Atlanta, Carolina. Seattle, Carolina. Wait. I'm sorry. I botched it. Did Washington hire their coach? Washington didn't hire. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many jobs are open? I think there's only. I thought two. there was like I thought there was like five. I think there's only been two that have been filled. I thought there for some reason I thought there were like five of them open, uh, and I knew Tennessee had been filled. New, New England did their thing. They had a plan. Um, yeah, Washington hasn't. That's that. Well, it's not Washington. Mm. I would take Atlanta. Probably show. Atlanta. I guess Atlanta's a quarterback away. I guess Atlanta got some got some good pieces. I'm sorry, sure. is Seattle a bad job? No, no, it's not a bad job. I, th- I think I think that's a good job. I don't know if it's better than Atlanta though. Atlanta, their 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 skill players are young right now, like Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, um, Tyler Algier. His name is like they're all like younger and stuff like that. DK like. He's getting older and stuff, and you're not going to be paying. No one pays those receivers um, once past 30. Lockett's getting older, too. Yeah. Damn, is DK approaching 30 already? Yeah, probably so. I think he was a four-year guy, and he's wow. been in the league. Oh, that's right. Been in the league five, six years, I think. Wow. Man, time. Well, no, DK's 26. He's only 26? Yeah. All right, switch around. Tyler Lockett is almost 30, I bet. Tyler Lockett might be almost be forty. I feel like Tyler Lockett yeah, been in the league a couple. Twenty-two. I don't know why I thought twenty-four. You get out of college. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Lockett's thirty-one. Tyler, I feel like yeah. Tyler Lockett been in the league forever. Yeah. Point being, though, Falcons got younger um, players to work with. Okay, 
I don't know. I really don't know which the best job is. I feel like it's Seattle, but you guys yeah, are kind of talking like me out of it. I don't I like it. Well, Aldrin either. brings up a good point, too. It's easier division. You only need about eight wins to get to the playoffs. Man. For Atlanta? Yeah. To at least be on the hunt for a in playoff the spot. In West, you got to deal with the Niners and the yeah. Rams. Yeah. Well, how much longer are you going to have to deal with the Rams? Well, the Rams had a re- they had a resurgence. No, now no, you're no, 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 no doubt they had an incredible year, but, but it, that, at some point that's going to end. Nah, no, no, they had a resurgence with young guys. Like they, like T- Sean McVay did a great job of getting. He got a young running back in there. They got Puka. They got the got other uh, wide receiver. Well, I think you're, I think you're dismissing Matt Stafford a little bit. But that's what I'm saying. You got to make sure you got a quarterback coming out of that. But it's not. It's, it's they still got Cooper Cup. He'll still be there too. But it's not centered around the older guys. I don't think. I think they're well in Atlanta. I, the Baker Mayfield era is going to begin in Tampa, so that could be. Well, that might Lock be, up that division for the next. Might be more reason to wow. go to Atlanta. Wow, still, all that man did, you still disrespected my boy. I'd rather play Baker Mayfield than Kyler, Stafford, <laughs> and Purdy. Well, I'd rather play Baker Mayfield than Sean, Kyle Shanahan, or. Oh, okay. Uh, Damian Clark. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> These quarterbacks are just products of the system. What do you ever get to Brock well, Purdy, pal? Products of the system. Okay, Damian Clark. I know. I was trying to one up um, big Brock Purdy right there. I was trying to be nice. He's like, yeah, coaches, though. You guys are jackasses. That's not what I meant. I think you said Brock Purdy stinks. You guys suck, dude. Wait till my well till my wait till my life at Odyssey Confessional for today's show. D'Lo said, "The single hardest thing in life I had to do was." I, act I like- said, "I said I did not say that." I said, "I said, I said, I said that's, did not say that." That's, yeah, Kenny's about to say, "I'm a pop DJ again." Dr. David's David, right. don't start nothing. Yeah, Dr. David's right. He's about to call me a <laughs> pop DJ listen, any hey, second. Look, you guys treat me like LeBron and Giannis. I didn't even say that, no. yet that's living in lore forever. See? See, and I that's, refuse. That's fact. That's how and we're going to tell someone, the story forever. I think it was, was Stacy. Someone asked me, did he really say that? I was like, I don't know. I didn't go back to listen. He says he didn't, but I'm just going to live with the fact that I believe that he did. <laughs> We can cut the audio, audio she, to where it says both things. I knew that conversation was good when she asked, did you guys get in a fight? <laughs> and I knew exactly what she was talking about. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Kenny called me a pop DJ and I lost it. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know which one of these jobs is best. But maybe, hey, maybe our man Steve, Steve Wilkes still has a chance this year. Maybe Washington. It's a slow too. process. Maybe Washington is. Well, here's the thing about Washington, new owners trying to make a splash. You, you, I mean, that could be a good or a bad thing, mm-hmm. but you, you've got new owners who, who want to, you know, rid themselves of everything old, mm-hmm. so you, you, you'll get a fresh start. The problem with some of those guys is, this might not be true for Josh Harris, but the problem with some of those guys is you, it, you, you might, it, it, immediacy, mm. like, Four and thirteen this year. Uh, you you better be thirteen and four next year. Right. That's a bit extreme. Or but you playoff, know what I mean. Be a playoff team. Yeah, a bit extreme. Like you've you've got to turn it around quick in those guys' eyes. Mm-hmm. But because Josh is a, a professional sports franchise owner, 
maybe he's a little bit more realistic about how all this works. Washington's a sneaky good job, too, because they got the number two pick in the draft, right? Oh, that could yeah. be a big part of it, and yeah. if the Bears are sticking with Justin Fields, you can either get a haul or take Caleb Williams. I mean, and that's probably the first – I mean, quarterback is probably the first thing you look at, right? Yes. You, if you're a, and all, in those, a, all those jobs. Like, so, and I guess what, Eric Bieniemy's just done. Like, he's just never getting a job. That sucks. At least they didn't fire him from Washington, I guess. They got Ron Rivera out of there. There was a – well, I, th- I think he – did I read he – the Raiders are interested in him? Did I read that right? No? Okay. Maybe I didn't. In, uh, in Rivera? Eric B. Enemy. Oh, Eric B. Enemy. Um, I hadn't seen that. I don't okay. know. I, I hadn't seen one way or the other. All right. Well, Vic Fangio, I didn't mean to – Big Dolphin show, huh? Big, 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 well, home, big, 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 big NFL show here. It's better than what I wrote into the rundown. Did you see the Charlotte, Minnesota last two minute report? That was an abomination. So this, this brings like up. how there were for those who didn't see it, there were ten incorrect calls. Now remember, the last two minute report is the final two minutes of a game. That's crazy. I actually saw that headline and was like, did they get any calls right? Like how many plays were actually in the final two minutes that they got ten? Of them wrong. Hey, I saw so it, it. It made me pose a question. Are are the? Well, it's a two part question. One, are that. the NBA officials the worst in professional sports? And the second part of that is, are there any good officials? Well, it probably depends on what your favorite team is, as to whether you believe there's any good officials or not. Um, well, I mean, I just well, I mean, because we, but we can have a discussion without because it ain't really got nothing to do with. If the you're Kings. a Blazers fan, you believe everyone's an idiot after what happened <laughs> yesterday. Well, I mean, like I said, oh, we didn't even mention we got a protest. We'll get to that. Gotta, Go ahead. We got a we got a protest. But I mean, I I think like even outside of just being a Kings fan, last week, like we watch basketball all the time. These guys are awful. These guys get these guys get suckered. And to me, the biggest thing is them getting suckered into calls routinely is an embarrassment. Well, I think we saw that in the NFL. We saw that the Trent Williams. See, that's that's what I'm Williams saying. Play. They stink too. Yeah. you get. They stink too. Is there any good officials? Baseball umpires about to get replaced by robots? Well, and those robots are going to come to life and attack Kenny one day. Well, not I don't, me, I don't, I'll be gone. I don't think. I'm siding with the aliens be? anyway. Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't You're moving to Miami. <laughs> I don't think refs are good, but it's almost to a point where like, any, I don't think any, there's no such thing as a good referee. I'm sorry. Like oh, just man. we all we all well, just shout out, shout out to our man Rob Carter. Shout out yeah, Rob Carter, yeah, except for Rob Carter. There's some good <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just you know we we all played sports. We you know this is your talk. But the then we, like I, I, I seriously though, like referees miss calls and all that. But how like when is it a problem in the NBA? Because like ten missed calls in the last two minutes, and it's like it's not just them. Mike Brown did a PowerPoint presentation or whatever. Like it's not it's all over the league. It's so I I, I guess yeah it's I think the answer to your question is is no perhaps. David says WWE referees are the best, <laughs> but did it? Has anyone ever noticed that every time they're turned their back, something awful happens with their back turn? Like I wouldn't call them the best. Well, the, also, they always get fooled by those managers. Also, they're pretty soft because somebody literally just runs into them, well, and they're out for thirty seconds. Sometimes they're out for like ten minutes. <laughs> Bro, he just ran into you into the turnbuckle. Nothing really happened, and the. Like nothing really. And George Steele taught us that the turnbuckles covered in 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 stuffing. <laughs> you didn't even hit your head on the turnbuckle. No. You just you had your back to the turnbuckle, and Vader got thrown into no. you, and all of a sudden you're just 
you're down for oh you never know with a WWE rep because he could take a forearm to the face and it's like either he's out for like a minute or he's just some get someone else out of here. <laughs> Nothing was better than when Eddie Guerrero would take a chair, toss it to that, his that opponent, then fall it on the ground, and the ref would turn around <laughs> and see his opponent holding the chair and Eddie Guerrero on the ground and immediately <laughs> call for a disqualification yeah, or whatever. That was, that was a good one by Eddie. I great. love. I miss Eddie Guerrero. We, we got to get out of here. Great. But I will no, say, we've got to. We can have a further discussion on this officials because we got to. We do have to talk about what happened in Portland last night. Yeah, it ties right into what you're asking. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Kenny will hate all officials when D'Lo <laughs> and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Some of these highlights last night. We can just get right into the wild ending with the the Blazers in Oklahoma City. We were just looking at the the highlights, and I have so many issues with what happened in the final seconds. Of course, we were just having a conversation about officiating and how officiating across sports is just awful. This stemmed from the fact that Charlotte in Minnesota, uh, that game that pissed Chris Finch off the other day, the head coach of the Timberwolves, had 10 incorrect calls in the final two minutes that made the final two-minute report. Seven favored Charlotte, three Minnesota. And it's astonishing to think all of that happened uh, in the final two minutes. Then you have what happened last night in Oklahoma City where Chauncey Billups is pretty clearly trying to call a timeout mm-hmm. and it's getting missed and it results in a, a double dribble call with the Blazers up one. Mm-hmm. I, I think they were up two. Man. No, no, I think it was 109-108 because they made because he got two technicals, mm-hmm. but they made one free throw. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a there's a lot to die there's there's a lot to to break apart there. But uh, what's what's my man's name? Who's Bill Kennedy? Mm-hmm. Bill Kennedy was on that, and he was the he gave a extensive answer as to how what why that transpired the way that it did, and he was asked why wasn't in the pool report, which is the most if you think rec- wrestling is phony, the pool report is phonier than that. Mm. Because the, as James has taught us, the questions have to be pre-submitted and you're only allowed one follow-up. And so they asked Bill Kennedy, why wasn't Chauncey Billups granted a timeout in that moment? And he said something like, the official didn't hear him and then followed it up with the official is taught to 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 officiate the play through completion. Mm-hmm. So I was I was confused as to why Bill Kennedy threw that in there because if you didn't hear it, you didn't hear it. Like, you can't do anything about that. It's odd because they're very close to each other. But if you didn't hear it, you didn't hear it. But he threw in the part about officiating to the completion of the play, which I thought was odd. And then he was asked why he was assessed the two technicals. One was he made contact with an official, and then he aggressively followed the official. And there's probably a part about Chauncey Billups we have to discuss, but we'll start with the fact that the referees directly, at least it looks like, influenced the outcome of a game last night. No, I mean, they were awful. They were. And here's there's a couple of things that I see there. Number one, in that situation, it's a loud arena. There's a lot going on in that mm-hmm. situation. The referee's back was turned to Chauncey Billups. That's right. If he doesn't hear him, that's conceivable, mm-hmm. right? Like, I I get that, you know? Um, number one, there's another referee on the opposite side of the court. He should be able to see that in his peripheral. Or, or I mean, I, 
it's not their job necessarily, but if you understand the game, if you and I know these refer they've seen enough basketball, they understand situations in the game. You're peripheral if you're the if you're the official uh, on the opposite end of the floor. You okay? They might call a timeout here. Like you have your antennas up. Mm-hmm. You're maybe looking for that out of your peripheral, which is something Chauncey pointed out. Yeah, he, he absolutely should. And I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't even know Chauncey pointed that out. But that's that's. Well, he said normally officials are aware when you have a timeout. Absolutely. they're on alert for uh, timeout being called and a jump ball called. situation or yeah. something like that. Um, so number thirty here, if you see on the screen, he should be the one that's got his eye out to see what's going on in Chauncey's direction. Here's the other thing about it. And this is this is what kind of bothers me about so he's not watching either. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm like just, just again, this is we, we have the ability to have and the video. He, he, and Chauncey's not even in play. his peripheral though. Chauncey's directly in, in front of this guy's line of sight with, with the with the timeout being called. But I'd also say we have, I know there's rules to it and, and triggers and all this other stuff, but we've got, you know, people in Secaucus watching all these games mm-hmm. or replay center. The the uh, NBA officials that are on the court, they get buzzed and alerted all the time for different stuff. Somebody watching this game should have been like, hey, take a look. The guy called a timeout. You know what I mean? And and whether whether you want to change that situation um, as far as like the double dribble or not, or if you want to just take away the technicals and still give OKC the ball, that's fine too. But somebody, there is at the very least four sets of eyes between the three officials and at least one person in the NBA replay center. There's four sets of eyes looking at this thing. They can't all just walk away from that and be like, ah, you know, what's done is done. Nothing we can do here. You either got to change the call or take the tech text away. In my opinion, so here, here again, this 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 is tough, and I I I, I mean, I feel I feel for these officials in a, in a certain degree in a moment like this. I assume if you see Chauncey and and for the radio audience, Chauncey's walking towards half court. Uh, I can't tell who that is 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 getting that's, tied up. Uh, that's uh Brogdon, I think. Okay, Malcolm Brogdon's getting tied up. I feel like Chauncey might be yelling timeout. Mm-hmm. And not motioning it, he's yelling. I think that's where he started to yell because as Brogdon turns, it's really quick mm-hmm. from the double dribble to to like seeing Chauncey make the make the sign. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's yelling timeout without the motion. And then as Brogdon turns, he starts to get emphatic and make the motion with his hands. And as you pointed out, thirty who's on the opposite side of the floor, he's not watching Chauncey Billups. He's watching the play unfold. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, as Bill Kennedy said, the official in the slot, which is not, I didn't know that terminology before. He he was not he 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 just he didn't hear, he didn't hear Chauncey. I guess. And it's like I always say, I'm gonna say it. Too. And Chauncey is like running, trying to call the timeout. I don't. It's wrong, but I I feel like it's relatively close. Like it's quick. It's it's quick, but in in here's where I talk about the replay center. You got an ability to get it right. You got to ability like you. help your officials out that are out there on the floor and can't see everything. You can see everything. So I, I hear you. Let me ask you from a, a different aspect of this. You see on the screen, the score is one hundred nine to one hundred eight. Mm-hmm. 
the the Blazers are winning this game with 15 seconds left. Mm-hmm. It's a double dribble. It's Oklahoma City's ball. If Chauncey controls himself, the the Blazers are still up. I thought they were yeah, and I thought that was a a, a quick a quick tech as well. That's another problem. Okay. Uh, I thought it was two quick techs. Um, but I mean, they got the, especially when you're wrong. Like, so, that's but, the whole but thing here's about the thing, it. though. He probably doesn't know that he's wrong. I, I know, I'm not, look, I'm just, I'm so, having a conversation. I know, I'm not trying I, to stop no, him I'm out. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about you, but I'm like, well, at some point, like Chauncey, he's got to get something there. He, he, he didn't. He's got to get something. You're right, though. I don't think he needed to call the technical right there. Like, he caught, so he starts following him, and this is what gets the second technical. You can't do that. He didn't even, 86 didn't even call the technical. 30 did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, tough, like, man. When that's, you're all the in a, in, a, in, a, in a scenario like that, that's tough. Yeah. That's when tough. You're, you're wrong at every turn and you just keep penalizing these guys, that's, that's where I say uh, the replay center. Because I'll, I'll even stall these referees out, which some would say you probably shouldn't, but I'll stall them out a little bit and say they can't see everything or yeah, maybe that, they don't have context of everything. Yeah. But that's where the replay center, somebody got to come in and be like, man, you were wrong on that one. I feel like he's – I feel like he's – Hey, I'm sorry. I just noticed the little uh, Scott Moat guy laughing at Chauncey Billups. Settle down, pal. <laughs> when Chauncey gets the technical. Well, it's not Scott Moat, just to be clear. What Kenny <laughs> meant was the in-arena announcer. Go back a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, watch him, the, the, the kind of chubby guy. Just watch him. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Which one? The, not the ball head guy. Now okay. he's out of the frame. The guy to the yeah here. Watch yeah yeah. Watch him. He points in the kinda, blue. Yeah, kind of points and smiles at, at Chauncey. Sit down, I don't sir. think that's the. <laughs> he did. I think that might be like a stats guy or something. That's that's not that's not their Scott Moak. He doesn't have a microphone in front of him. I don't know who that is. Now I'm watching him. Now I'm agitated. Who the hell is that guy? Oh man. But yeah, I and, and like I said, oh, I'd stall stall those refs out a little bit. Help them out, replay center. Yeah. But I also I also say in all of this. I think I could be wrong. Chauncey may not feel the same way. The players, the coaches, they may not feel the same way. But if there was a real question and answer in a situation where these refs could be real and transparent and say, you know what? We blew that one. We got it wrong. We called a timeout. We didn't hear him. He was demonstrative afterward. We have to call a tech in that situation. But the original thing, we got it wrong. Our mistake. Let's. Uh, I think. I think they will respect that. I know I would, as opposed to trying to tell me something that I saw something that I didn't see. I know what I just saw. Has an official other than the uh, was it Angel Hernandez? What's the the, the, the official yeah. who missed the the yeah, perfect game uh, call? It was. Um, oh man! It wasn't Angel Hernandez. It was. Because um, the dude, his last name was West, right? No, that's Joe West, Cowboy Joe West, who's a menace. No, I don't think it was him. Um, it was Joe Joyce. That's who it was. He, he was he he's the only one who I've Jim ever heard. Joyce. Yeah, got that wrong. Yeah, yeah, I feel horrible. And got got obviously, re- obviously, it was. Ex- I mean, just incredible historic circumstances. Yeah. But he's the only. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm, and he I'm got all so the respect sorry in the I got world. that wrong. I think that man was in tears afterwards. After the uh, after the game, and then the next day, he was the home plate umpire. Yeah. And, and he, pitcher came out. Yeah. yeah he came out he, and he did the lineup. He was torn up about that. And, yeah. they, and, and Jim Joyce, to this day, mm-hmm. gets all the respect in the world because of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he came out, he said, I messed up. I think people, I know, once again, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know myself, I'm sympathetic to just a human missing the call. Like, that That happens. If you come to me and you say, you know what, I missed that one, dog. You know, I, I, I missed it. I'll be on the look next time or whatever. Or, you know, my mistake. All right, it happens. It happens. But don't try to tell me when you're wrong you're justified in making your wrong choice. Mm-hmm. That infuriates me. Yeah. <laughs> as a player, as a coach, all this other stuff. Don't try and justify or tell me something happened that didn't happen or tell me I didn't see something that I know what I saw. And they do it all the time. They, that's what they always do. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.